Welcome to Love, Sex, and Relationships with the Professor and Professor T. Love. <laughs> and tonight, we are going to talk about sexual confidence or really alter ego. We're going to cover those two topics and, and go over what is the difference, what does it mean, and get into a good conversation just for food for thought so you can understand. So we're going to start with alter ego because that's that's my, my favorite one. And I know Miss uh, Professor T. Love over there, she's going to chime in and we're going to go into a nice debate so y'all can get what we're trying to say. Now, alter ego, everyone has it where, you know, you hear women say, oh, I'm going to bring out the sex kitten and the diva in me. And there's even a great song by... Uh, What's his name? It's called Cheating. And is, is it Dwelle? I think it's I think it's by Dwelle. And in the song, he's talking about his girlfriend. And he he's if the song sounds like he's talking about cheating with another woman, but he's really talking about his girlfriend having an alter ego. And he she'll ask he'll, he'll tell her that he wants the nasty one. Meaning he she has the good girl side and then she has a nasty side and that's the that's the cheating but that keeps the relationship going now when i say alter ego it's very important that when you have a partner and even if you don't have a partner because i had a discussion um tonight with a friend and um i was giving him some advice and the importance of, of tapping into those other sides of you sexually. Now, most people don't think of it if they don't really pay too much of alter ego. But even Beyonce had um, an alter ego where she talks about Sasha Fierce. I believe it's Sasha Fierce. The alter ego also can carry over into your work life and your business life. Especially like if you're an entrepreneur. And as I was expressing to a friend of mine, I said that this would make him a better businessman. Not that he wasn't a good lover before or he didn't please, but it helped him get break out of a certain shell because he's a good guy. Like when you meet him, he's, he's a great guy and everything like that. But a lot of times people will sleep on people who they deem as a good guy or a good girl, meaning that they don't have the sexual prowess or intensity that is associated with good sex. That's why people get into this bad boy, bad, you know, bad girl thing. And now the new thing, bad bitch, but we're going to talk about that later because I don't even want to get in that right now. But basically, the yeah. difference between a bad boy and a, a good boy is it, the bad boy usually is associated with somebody who's maybe an ex-felon, could be a drug, ex-drug addict, someone smokes weed or something like that. Only difference is they allow, they have less inhibitions. They don't allow anything to stop them from enjoying or going to another level of pleasure. So that can be seen as, for some people, some people may define it as confidence. Or some people can also see it as an alter ego. But each one of us have the potential to tap into that side of us so that we can take our sex to another level, as well as bring out something that's deep inside of us. Because all of us have that. 
you know, let's say, you know, you're just an average person or a good girl or however you want to define yourself. But then there's that sassy side of you, that daring side of you, you know, that person that maybe you wear a leather bra, maybe you want to wear a leather thong, you know, maybe you want to curse a lot, maybe you, whatever it is, it, it's it's a, a stronger, a more confident, a more aggressive or more assertive side of you. Or maybe it's someone in you that's more sensual. Now, you're probably saying, well, how does that have to do with my work and my business life? Because let's say you have a, a, a job and you, you want a promotion. By tapping into that other side of you, it will give you the confidence to speak up for yourself, to carry yourself in a certain manner, to assert yourself more, to be a little more aggressive. Okay, and sometimes when you relay that in the bedroom, then it can project other ways. It can help you in bringing out those more assertive characteristics, traits that you need to succeed and help push you to where you never thought you could be before and be comfortable in that spot. Because a lot of times people will feel foolish. They're like, oh, I want to do this because I, I look stupid or I think I look stupid. Just like when it comes to exploring different avenues of enjoying sex. Sex talk, you know, talking dirty. Some people excuse me, may not know how to talk dirty. They may feel uncomfortable. So a lot of this is just tapping into and getting a little more comfortable with the concept and idea of bringing out another part of you, something that you never thought you would do. Let's say, I don't know, maybe you, you know, with your partner and you want to be more of an aggressor. Maybe you want, maybe you want to, maybe you want to wear a strap on. Maybe you want to, you know, be more masculine. Who knows? But it's allowing you to express that certain freedom in you, that other side of you, you know. And it doesn't even have to pertain to sex. Maybe you want to do dress up at home by yourself. Maybe you want to dress more butchy. I'm not sure. Now, I don't want that to be offended to any anybody out there, but more dom or more controlling. But it's tapping into another side and letting you feel that part. What do you think, Professor? Well, T-Love. Um, yes, Professor T-Love. Yeah, I think it's important <laughs> that... You know, a lot of times we are all judged by how we look. And a lot of times people tend to label you based upon, like, um, you know, if you're that type of person that, you know, you're, you're considerate, you're kind, and you're polite, you know, they think that in the bedroom you're going to, you know, not so much be considerate and polite. I would hope you would be. But they don't think you have that side of you that's a sexy side. You know, um, it's very true what you say because a lot of times, um, you know, it's, I know for me, um, I'm the type of person that um, depending on who I'm with, um, I have that other side. So a lot of times if the fantasy is to, um, you know, your partner wants you to wear um, um, wear like something sexy because I know when I was going with my ex, what we liked to do was we would get we would go to the sex store on Jamaica Avenue and we would get outfits and we would play out the outfits we would get the handcuffs 
we would get the, you know, um, we would like, I would be the cop and she, she might be the civilian or she might be the nurse, you know what I'm saying? Or she might want me to wear something real sexy that turns on and I don't have a problem with that, you know. Normally I associate with being more on the butch side and uh, tomboy side, but if it comes to my partner and that kind of turns her on, I will do the role play. And if she want to be the aggressor, I don't have a problem with that because I find some of the sweetest people are the most aggressive people in the bedroom. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> and the ones that act like they're aggressive might be really um, a little bit more femme in the bedroom. So it really depends. Um, you know um, what role you want to play, but I do agree that um, we all have alter egos, but we have to be careful that the you know alter ego is a choice. <laughs> I was reading somewhere alter ego is a choice that you have, but mm-hmm. when it goes beyond that, then we're getting into a little psychological uh, problem there. But I feel that um, you have to want to be comfortable to embrace that side. You know what I'm saying? Meaning you you want to be able to do that with someone that's not going to judge you, you know? And a lot of times we tend to pres- prescribe uh, because these couples, like say like if it's two um, women that are um, studs, you know what I'm saying? A lot of times, a lot of people be surprised. There's a lot of studs in relationships with each other. And you never know. There might be the aggressor when they're behind the scenes. and Or they might be the total opposite. They might be the more of the bottom. And, you know, and they're more submissive when they're in the bedroom. So it depends. Um, but I really do think that the two, when the two of you together... Um, you have to want to explore that side of you. You know what I'm saying? Because people get fooled. They always think the quiet ones are the ones that are that are low key when it comes to the bedroom, but they're not. A lot of them, <laughs> the ones that are more introverted, are the ones you better look out for in the bedroom. <laughs> I agree. Uh, yeah. Well, definitely, you know, um, alter ego is a choice, but alter ego is really ultimately just another part of you. Like when it gets more to a psychological or a mental health issue, that's when that individual, you know, you talk about a split personality where that person comes out and actually controls every single thing. But usually in, in alter ego or when we're talking more in this case, we're just talking you know, it's just a little side of you that just comes out, but it's already really there. It's really, yeah. in essence, a part yeah. of you, but it's just something you do not show for whatever reason, maybe for professional reasons, family reasons, religious reasons, or, or those things like that. But what I'm saying is sometimes what happens with most of us and when we're, you know, either getting out of a relationship or when we're in the process of growing and we want a better quality of life, better sex, which includes a better sex life and understanding our own sexual needs 
our own individuality as far as sex and our own sexuality, then it's important to touch those things, that, that side of you and getting connected with that part of being free. Most of us don't want to do that or afraid to do it. And sometimes we're afraid to display that, especially women. I'm gonna, I'm gonna focus more on women because men can have various sides and their, their sides usually come out based on a woman's behavior. And we all know it. You know, she's yelling at him, cursing at him. He, she, she's telling him off, this and that. And he's sitting there looking at her like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then when they get in, in the in the bed in the bedroom, he's tearing her down, making her scream. And then all of a sudden, she's silent. Yes, dear. Would you like to make a sandwich? Anything for you, dear. And men know this. Like they're like, yes, yeah, girl. She's a fucking bitch, and that's basically right. what it comes down to. Like, so, uh, and you know, that's something that's unheard of, or it's understood. Like in the male community, like with men, that's understood. When your partner's getting out of control, it's understood. I mean, I'm sure that it, it, it's things that way probably in the gay community too. Yeah, yeah. one that's more aggressive, maybe. Right. You know, the same concept holds true. So it would generally apply for anyone who's the more aggressor or dominant, maybe masculine scene or however you want to define it. That's the one that would take over. But what I'm saying here is for the one who is not that, the one who may be seen as more submissive, for them to get out of their little box and try something new. Maybe you want to be Sally the Slut or maybe... Yeah with it it also comes with making sure that your partner doesn't tease you about it or make you feel bad i remember one time i did a show one time and um you know the woman uh, there was a woman there and she spoke to me privately she had her husband with her but she did not want her husband to know what we were talking about and that's because he saw it as if she was too inquisitive about certain sexual things or experimentation, he saw her as she was a hoe and that she was doing this on the side or she wasn't what she portrayed to be. Not that maybe she just wanted to ask a question or maybe she just wanted to learn or maybe she wanted to try something new. You know, so it took some time to get through to him to explain that this is just about experimentation because sex is the ultimate form of communication. It's the one one form of communication where you don't necessarily have to use words. It's usually chemistry. It could be the intensity, looks, feel, um, everything other than verbal. Right. But the message is still relayed. Love, lust, power, control, submission, sadness, happiness. It's all all intertwined in all all of that. So having an alter ego can help you tap in to those those certain qualities that you've hidden for whatever reason, whether it's because of religion, family, because a lot of times family can make us feel bad if you are too in touch with your sexuality or if you are um, comfortable with having a good sex life like or speaking freely about it 
And for, for the life of me, I never understand why. Because you had to get here somebody. Somebody had to have sex with somebody for you to be here. That's right. <laughs> like, whether it was good sex, bad sex, unwanted sex, That's the right. point is somebody did something right. to get you here. Get you here. So, right. So it's not like we're talking about this in a derogatory manner, but we should be able to talk about it. And to me, this is also why, you know, we have this new generation of adults, young adults, that deem sex as um, non-connecting. They, they're sort of very detached. They just, you know, sometimes they could just have sex randomly with anybody for any reason, for nothing. You know, they just, there is no emotion. They don't know how to tap into themselves or full enjoyment. You know, they use sex as a bargaining tool. You know, um, you know, they become, they can be someone's property. And, you know, it's, it's almost like demoralizing or dehumanizing them. And they're more of a piece of property because there are so many young people who are part of sometimes these, I want to say almost like a sex trade because young girls are getting tattooed. Oh, I belong to this one. I belong to that one. I'm like, well, how do you belong to somebody you about 17 years old, 18 years old? Like, sound like he pimping you out. Oh, well, I have sex with his friends sometimes. Ooh, okay. Uh, huh. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? There is right. a detachment with that. And you got to ask yourself why. Because parents don't talk to their kids about sex. Now, I'm not saying you got to have a deep down gritty conversation and, you know, you got to go in the ins and out and pull out all the best porn tapes from Pornhub or RedTube, whatever, where you get your free porn from or your own porn collection. I'm not saying you have to do all of that, but you should have a comfortable conversation with children so that they understand that they can at least ask a question. You know, you know, women should be able to talk to their daughters if they want to understand certain things. And also, sometimes we have to get past our own issues and like culture. Yeah. You know, on this culture and religion are the two ones that can destroy that sexual freedom. Then we wonder why, you know, well, we'll see, you know, some people will see certain behavior, behavior as being a sexual demon or, you know, where did this come from? I didn't understand or I didn't know. Like, well, you know, whatever it is, you know, maybe they they want to they wanna be in a polyamorous relationship. Maybe they like doing threesomes. Maybe they like being with girls. Maybe they like being with boys. Maybe they like being with boys and girls. Maybe they want to be a girl. You know, you got to talk to your kids so that you understand. But first, you got to be, as an adult, comfortable with having the conversation or at least opening the door. You know, you may not have to finish all the conversation right then and there with your child or your teenager or your young adult or even your adult child, but you they should be able to have a conversation. You can walk away, go get an article or email me and I'll answer your question and go back and have the conversation and learn something about yourself. What do you think of that? Well, you know this is interesting that you're talking about that because that was brought up when I told you about that um, Zoom uh, conference um, where it was uh, church leaders um, 
that happened to be one was not LGBT, but both ladies were gay and they're bishops. And she said there's always been a conflict between religion and sexuality. At least it it has um, become a conflict, especially in traditional religion, because um, a lot of people feel that <clears throat> because you are flesh and you be and you become um, you, you know you become involved in religion that you you know your flesh has to die and in some aspects your flesh has to die especially if there's certain addictions um, but when it comes to your sexuality which is something um, as we're still human we're not you know we're not like Jesus you know what I'm saying and even Jesus had to become human to understand some of the temptations that we experience but what I find just in general whether it's religious or not a lot of our beliefs about sex um, have been trans um, transcended from previous generations and how they dealt with sex and a lot of times they didn't talk about certain things they didn't talk about mm -hmm. you know what happens when a man ejaculates or what happens when a woman um, experiences pleasure what are some of the things that happens when you do experience pleasure within the body what goes on how do, how do the hormones interact and just those basic things a lot of times you didn't get that education you know I think in our generation uh, Val uh, you know professor mm -hmm that we did have some sex ed classes some not a lot but a lot of times we found out about sex on our own um sometimes not in a positive way and then sometimes just out of curiosity but what people don't understand is that sex sexuality is about curiosity to some extent because really you are trying to figure out how your body functions and a lot, again we're still stuck this country is stuck when it comes to sexuality because we're so busy blocking um, children or, or teenagers or young adults from learning about who they are a lot of these people are scared because they're feeling the same things too so um, they're going to block you from expressing yourself because they weren't able to express themselves. So yet again, they pass it on to the next generation. But I feel that young people today, that are young adults and that have children, they have an opportunity because this country now, I meaning in terms of society now, we're more, we're more gender fluid, but we still don't deal with gender fluidity. And we don't understand it from a scientific uh, um, point of view as well. And I feel that um, religion complicates us getting in touch with who we are. And then somehow when we do something, then we feel like guilty. Like, you know, it's like what um, Bishop Flunder said. It's like a sadomasochistic ritual that goes on on Sunday. You know, after you did something on Saturday night, you come into church and get beat up by the preacher about what you did makes you feel guilty. But why are you feeling guilty about something you feel? So that means that if you're feeling a certain way, I'm not saying that... Um, 
when you go and you get spiritual guidance. But I still say at the end of the day, you need to talk to somebody that's a professional that can help you explain why you're feeling the way you feel. And a lot of times there are natural reasons why you feel the way you feel. And sometimes you need to talk to someone to help you understand yourself, whether that's sexually or mentally, because I feel it's connected. And a lot of times we feel guilty about feeling, having feelings for another person. Sometimes we feel guilty because we have sexual desires that we like to have met. You know, that's natural. But sometimes we, in this society, we beat up on people and even the ones that might be in certain religious circles, they, they beat up on themselves instead of trying to find out why they feel the way they feel. What you think? Um, I, I agree wholeheartedly. Um, that's why I'm saying it's so important for us to understand it. Um, and sometimes it's important, well, it's very important to uh, be comfortable and get more comfortable with ourselves. And I think by tapping into other parts of you and being able to relay that and communicate that with your partner so both of you can have a more enjoyable experience or take your experience to another level, is very important that you communicate and each person be comfortable with that. And, you know, a lot of times, you know, the hardest part is being comfortable with your body. Um, I think for people who want to learn how to become a little more comfortable so that they can um, do a role play um, or enter, um, touch into their alter ego, I would suggest that a couple, when you have time and you put the kids away, well, in this case, I don't know where the kids going, but you know, you make sure you lock your bedroom door because we in, we in quarantine. But, yeah, where they going? You know, them little suckers right. in there, give them, give them, you know, make sure they have food, water, and an iPad because once they have an electronic device, you never see kids for about a good, good four five hours. Okay. They got an electronic device, honey, and cable. You are not seeing them for a good four or five hours. Okay. Make sure they got some snacks. Okay. But nonetheless, you and your husband, mate, partner, lover, whomever, should play a game. Maybe play a board game or a card game. Try playing it nude, totally nude. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I like that. I like that. <laughs> yes. That's good. Play the board game nude. Or even like do something together in the note. Like, and, a, and another really great thing is, you know, I know couples, y'all have arguments, especially during quarantine time. I know there's some heated arguments. If you want to see how important the argument is, argue in the nude. Do you know what that's like? You probably can't even get past the first <laughs> sentence because yeah. you, you, each person yeah. is jiggling it. Try arguing in the nude. Wow. You probably want to about that. You, because if you think about it, if you argue in the nude, you will see whatever you're arguing about, how important it really is. Because if you can actually continue a whole 15 minute argument about whatever the topic is, then that obviously is very important to you. But if you can't get past what five minutes 
<laughs> without either laughing at each other. Right. That's that's a good idea. Or making fun of each other or making love, then guess what? It's not important. Right. I, you <laughs> okay, know what? I didn't think about that. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Don't try something in the nude, okay? Like just do something totally in the nude. Play a board game, play tic tac toe, twister. You know, wow. order that. Yes, order that. Twister. Um, exercise that's it, that's in the together. Yeah, and, and for those middle-aged people, Twister may not be a good idea because uh, <laughs> they may not be able to reach that circle. <laughs> maybe that's the point. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe that's the point. That's right. the, it's the point. The that whole is point, the point is to have fun with that. And so that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Do something in the new. Like... Right. Maybe the point is yes. not to reach the circle. Exactly. It's not to reach the Well, not that circle anyway. There's a whole bunch of other circles you can go for. Yeah. <laughs> Little circles, big circles. Right. Round circles, tight yeah. circles. You know what yeah, circles you're talking about. Yeah, probably have to get some Bengay for that one. Wait, hey. Or some nice lube, depending which which uh, circle you go for. But you well, know what I'm saying. That's, that's a little different. <laughs> that's a little different. Exactly. Uh-huh. All right. All right. We'll be placing that on the website, www.dollarsofblack.com. That's right. You heard what she <laughs> said. But nonetheless, yeah. <laughs> nonetheless, mm-hmm. do some of those things that are fun, especially during quarantine time. You never know what it could bring out between the two of you, you know? Right. If you, right. like, some people also like to do those Halloween costume events. You know, now's the time. You know, if you was Captain Crook, be Captain Crook in the nude. You know, just wear the boots True. and the hat. And just go ahead Listen, and have some fun. There are so <laughs> many outfits that you can get and do role playing and have fun at it. You know, but the whole idea is to have fun. And there's nothing exactly. wrong because really, I think role playing allows you to be creative. And a lot of times, we don't tap into that creative side because we don't have time. We're too busy working. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying when you're at work, you're not creative. But in order for you to express that alter ego you have, you have to tap into that side of yourself. And that's the playful side. You know, let's not get it twisted. The alter ego is supposed to be your playful side, I feel. Um, <clears throat> and you should have fun with your partner have fun with yourself and you know you know just just go and and test it out because i think to me role playing is always fun you know and like you said have a do a card game with no clothes on or something like that you know get a nice sexy card game you know maybe you want to get a card game where you can sample different types of flavors you know um, bring out the the Bosco. Uh, you know, I'm I'm dating myself, Bosco. But you know, bring out the Hershey's milk chocolate. You know, bring out the whipped cream. Get some marshmallows. Get some cherry syrup. Get some strawberry syrup. Whatever you want. Get some sprinkles. Whatever you want to do. You know, have some fun with each other. You'd be surprised that <clears throat> that. You two can come together and enjoy each other. Enjoy each other. I think people forgot how to enjoy each other. What do you think? I I do. I think people have not exhausted the possibilities of what you can do for your lovemaking. 
yeah. your sex thing, whatever you want to call it, love making, sex thing, fuck session, whatever. And that's where sometimes people will think that the relationship is over because they haven't exhausted all the possibilities. That's why I say, you know, you can always email me for ideas and tips on, and you know, maybe next time we'll do, maybe we'll do a, a, a set, we'll, we'll do a podcast on tips on what we you can do. But, you know, there's so many things that you can do. Like I said, just one of them, one main thing is doing things naked. You know, if nobody's in the house, walk around yeah. naked or do cleaning in the house yeah. naked. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, if there's, if, you know, when there's no one home, you know, I mean, unless y'all are free spirits and you run around, run around butt naked with your kids there, it's up to you. It's your household. I have nothing to do with that. But, you know, that that's one way of doing it. You know, also like you you mentioned Hershey's. Did yeah, you Hershey Hershey's milk chocolate syrup. Yeah. What you can do is you can also take you can t- take the Hershey milk chocolate syrup as well as the Hershey kisses and place them on different parts of the body. You know how you do Easter egg hunting? Do Easter do Hershey chocolate kisses hunting on the body. I think that's real. Oh, I gotta wow, try that, that one. Sounds good. <laughs> I gotta find somebody to do that, that one. That sounds really good. <laughs> yeah, that that I think that's good. And also remember the um, what was it? The shoestring. Um, was it shoestring licorice? Remember shoestring? Yes. The, the shoestring candy. Yeah. Well, okay. You can get that, and then you can tie each other up or tie body parts up with it. How about that? <laughs> okay, that's edible that candy. <laughs> edible, edible. Yes, you can make your own edible candy there. Right. Leave it up, uh, wrap it around a nipple, wrap it around a penis and some balls. That's what you want to do. <laughs> Toes, whatever. <laughs> Bite it off, eat it off, lick it, smack it, rub it down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Look, I'm giving you, look. Don't act like y'all got so many things to do. This is quarantine time. And, you know, they shut down the cities and everything up until, I don't know, September. Every time I turn around, it's a different date. Yeah, and, I noticed that. Professor T, yeah, me and Professor T love getting this argument because she's always telling me, you know, in two weeks, they're going to open back up. I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I always say that. To, mm-hmm, no, I no longer believe that because now they're saying, they said June 13th, phase one. But the reality is, um, I don't think I'm going back to work no time soon. And that's I don't the think reality. a lot of people are going. Yeah, I don't think there is a lot because a lot of major companies are liking the idea people work from home because guess what? They don't have to use office space like that. That's true. And it's cheaper. Yeah. They Guess what? They don't have to worry about networks. Like right. major cabling, wiring a, a system, and everything like that. All they have to do is send you a little extra cheap equipment, and it does the same functionality because you're already tying into their already pre-built system. So all they have to do is house that whole networking system on one major floor or a couple of floors, as opposed to having an entire building. You know, um, you don't have to worry about lunch breaks and all that other stuff. That's you right. Know? That's right. Yeah. They don't have to worry about that. You no. can have all the breaks you want, but you work a lot harder when you're at home because it's more concentrated. Right. You know, there right. is nobody to talk to. 
you know, you can't go to the water cooler unless you got a dog or a cat over there and you can have a conversation with them. But still, even when you go to the kitchen and bathroom, you work nine to five, you work at nine to five. That's right. You know, and sometimes, like I said, you work a lot harder. Well, so that's why we're, I don't think it's we're open all up working anymore. harder. That's why I said, you know, you know, you have to make this the best that you you need to make it. Now, like I said, this COVID-19 is going to make or break a lot of relationships. Um, I had, a, you know, um, my friend was joking with me about that today. I told her, I said, well, you know, a lot of people will be together. But then she said a lot of people won't be together either. And that's true. But the ones that want to be together, I think you need to start getting creative and do your role playing and or alter ego you know what you talk about Mm -hmm. and just get to get reacquainted because you know before y'all got together there was something about that person that you wanted to get with them and you know Mm -hmm. when you first start off courting somebody you know there's that excitement and then once you start getting married and then you have kids it's like you lose that spark and um, mm-hmm. You know, we're all human. I'm not saying that, you know, some people, they don't try to maintain the spark. But I think mm-hmm. it is it is something you want to do because you have to keep your relationship interesting at some point. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying that, that, you know, you have to constantly show out. But I think, you know, have those times where y'all may go, take, take each other out on a date. And then, you know, be playful. And that can lead to some great sex as well. You know what I'm saying? Meaning that, you know, you got you to gotta keep that spice. Because there's a lot of things that take away your joy in life. There are. You know, there's a lot of disappointments. There's, there's a lot of anxiety. There's uh, things going on with your money, your job. You're worrying about your kids. Are they going to be able to go to school? Are you going to be able to afford to pay for them to go to college? But then mm-hmm. if you let that get to you, that could stifle your sex life. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. we forget that we all need TLC at the end of the day, whether you, you're, you're single or you're married and mm-hmm. whether you're gay or straight, you mm-hmm. have to spend quality time with each other. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, absolutely. Um, um, a lot of times when we get into a relationship, whether you have kids or you don't have kids, uh, we there is a getting lost in life. You know, striving to have whatever we feel we need. Better house, better car, a house or a, an apartment. And nowadays, just a room because you can't afford the rent, you know. That's right. Um, these are the pressures that occur. Um, we can all talk about COVID nineteen, but as I've discussed with um, Professor T. Love on plenty of occasions, to me, I think it was sort of needed. It was needed in the fact that it helped, or it is helping people get in in touch with those that they love. 
their family. And and the problem is if they're not and they're having problems is because they've never known how to do it before. They did it a little bit in the beginning, but then life caught up with kids, work or whatever, school, whatever you're doing. And now you don't know how to communicate. That's what I'm saying. Now just have fun because and enjoy it as much as you can. Yes, we don't, you know, you don't have the money that you want. But they're not they're not supposed to be pressuring people with bills anyway. They That's have right. to like because guess what nobody's working <laughs> okay nobody is really working so the only major thing you have to worry about mainly is maybe food so it is important for you to establish your family life and your relationship life understanding your partner and your partner's needs talking to them that's why i'm saying you know whatever it is maybe you don't have have a board game maybe you don't have that so lady and watch netflix all day new try different positions you sit on the floor you sit on the ottoman you try this you go over here That's you're right. on the floor whatever. Right. and you know. don't worry and don't worry about how big or small they are because there are many ways to please your partner whether they are plus size or not okay um and this is not about you getting self-conscious about your body because to me whoever you're with you've already accepted them you understand so my thing is if you happen to be with a partner that might be taller than you or you both might be on the heavy side that's okay there's there's plenty of games to play you know regardless of your size you have to be creative and if you need to look up something or get a book that teaches you or go on the internet on how to have fun sex whether you plus size or not find it because there are ways your your body shape should not determine your sexuality okay and some people are self-conscious about their body and their weight but listen if you love that person you will find ways to have some fun well, you find ways, but even if you can, because not everybody is always that creative. And as we get older, a lot of times we don't think of those things. And as we started off this whole podcast is understanding alter ego and confidence, because sometimes we don't have the confidence. So it's the confidence comes with the risk that you take. And sometimes people worry too much about risking something because when you when you take a risk, there, there's the also the other thought of I take a risk, I may lose. See, when a child when you give a child a cell phone to play with for the first time or to figure out or whatever, that child does not worry about damaging that phone right they're gonna every single app they're gonna press every single button they're gonna because they don't worry about that they don't worry about the risks with the phone because in their mind they want to learn about the phone they want to learn how to operate it. they want to learn how to use it get the most out of it see but when you're an adult the first thing you think of oh i can't do this to the phone because i lock up the phone or i break this phone then i gotta pay for it but guess what? That's why they have this thing called tech support. They actually have <laughs> people, right, that are designed 
they're hired specifically to fix whatever problem you have even if it's a brand new phone and this is also why you pay that damn annoyance insurance so in in actuality there is no real risk if you're paying insurance for the phone right or you just got the phone and you just turn it on and you lock it up that's why you call those group of people called tech support and they help you fix the phone so there is no real risk and that's the problem that people don't realize there is no real risk when you try something different with your partner i mean so long as you have a conversation with them so you meaning you can't tie them up and they're not interested in being tied up that's that is a risk like that uh, that (laughs) charge you but i'm saying Right. When you communicate with a partner, and let's say you want to do, you know, the Hershey hunt for the kisses on the body, maybe they'll be interested in that. Or watching Netflix or cleaning the house totally butt naked, especially when there's no company home. Right. Though there is no real risk other than you two laughing at each other and enjoying your time. Right. Okay. Right. Or, mean, or y'all get naked I, and you feed each other might want to feed exactly. each other some ice cream you know some sexy a chocolate oh. sundae with some whipped cream and a, and a maraschino cherry and then you may want to take the maraschino cherry juice and pour it all over their body whatever or you know i gotta take it a step further okay honey make them the sunday honey Woo! they are the sunday that's what i'm Let talking about down. That's Take right. that whipped cream. That's right. Get that banana, split it in half, put that's some chocolate, right. nuts, that's some right. syrup. That's and it. Put it on that body. Right. And that's lick right. it off. That's right. Gotcha. That's, 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 see, that's what's that, up. That's, see, that's how you have a good time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That reminds me of one of my um one of my clients that came to me one time and she had a she had a man. And she didn't understand, you know, that when it came to oral sex, he would not get erect. So every time she tried, he would not get erect. So, you know, I didn't get an opportunity to meet him. So I just had to ask her about him. So she said he's a quiet guy, this, that, and the other thing. And he's, you know, he's loving, so forth and so on. I said, okay. And I was analyzing or watching her personality. She's very loud, very boisterous, very, you know, just in your face. And, you know, she's a big girl. So as I listened to her talk about the various issues they had at various times, she asked me what my conclusion was. She was like, how can you help me with this problem? Because I, you know, he wants, he wants me to give him head and I, I can't, it doesn't get erect, this, that, and the other thing. And I said, okay, I'm going to tell you something that's really going to shock you right now. And she was like, sure, tell me what it is that's going to shock me. I said, you're scaring his dick. And she said, <laughs> and she said, I said, you're scaring the dick because you're yelling in the microphone. I said, girlfriend, I hate to tell you, but you're loud as hell right here. And I'm sitting right here and, you know, I need some earplugs. So I know you're scaring the dick. And she said, but this is just me and he loves me. I said, I'm not saying he does not love you for you in any other time. But, you know, he's erect, but he's only having a problem during 
oral. So that means when you open your mouth, the dick is scared because it doesn't know what it's going to do. So, and it, and it was absolutely true. So, and then that's when I said to her, I said, you're going to make him a Sunday. She said, you want me to make him some food? I said, no, you are going to turn him into a Sunday. And you're going to put the whipped cream on him and you're going to do it all nice and gentle. And you're going to slowly look and sure enough, like clockwork that worked. And wow. it was because just her personality was too in your face. And don't think that those things can happen, but they can actually happen. You know, you, you it may not appear that way. And it may sound very weird and very strange, but remember sound is picked up by your ears regardless so if you're loud and you're obnoxious and annoying what makes you think the other parts of the body may not be afraid of it too that's right that's true and i I never thought of it you know that way but that is true because Mm -hmm. you know she's a very um she expresses herself, but she she's she can be overbearing. Exactly, sometimes exactly the word. Yeah, she can be overbearing, and and that can cause some level of intimidation. And it's mm-hmm. not that he doesn't love her, but it's like you scare the hell out of him. So if you're scaring the hell out of people, that makes it that more difficult during sex. And even though he might want to have sex with you. Um, is doing the exact opposite, you know? So that was some good advice you gave her. That was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, um, you know, she was, you know, she was being intimidating and she didn't even realize it. She did not even know. And a lot of times we don't know. We don't realize. And that's what I'm saying. It's all, all about yourself, you know, the alter ego coming on another side, trying something different. There's nothing wrong with it. And that's how you build, you can eventually build confidence in yourself. And you don't worry about risk all the time because if you don't take any risk in life, you'll never do anything other than what you're currently doing. That's right. And you'll never really live. You have to live. Life is to be lived. Now I'm not saying you need to run down the street butt ass naked and try to jump off the, you know, the 30th floor and on an apartment building. I'm not saying that. But I say there's little risk that you can take that can build your confidence and improve your quality of life, improve your self-esteem and how you feel about yourself and even your sexual prowess. It can help all in all those areas, make you a better businesswoman, better businessman, because you have to relieve that sexual tension. It's in you. Just like working out, sometimes working out can help control it or maintain it and give you a greater sexual experience. You know, sex and, and, and health go hand in hand. The better the health, the better the sex. Well, sex is health. Mm-hmm. Sex is Absolutely. health. Okay. And a lot of times we try to disconnect the two, but it's not disconnected. It is all round health too. So sex is part of your health, you know, and a lot of times we make it seem like it's something a separate person outside of your total um, human experience, but it's not. It's all part of your psyche. It's part of who you are physically and emotionally. You know, that's why I said it's important that if you feel you need to, if you see that there is an imbalance, then you may have to talk to a therapist 
and maybe a sex therapist as well, you know, because sometimes people are oversexed and that can go in the opposite direction. But a lot of times it could be because they're using sex to, um, to push down another emotion that they really need to deal with. You know what I'm saying? Right. Absolutely. I do know what you're saying. And that's why I'm saying that a lot of this is just exploration. Take a little risk. You with your partner. And even if you don't have a partner, get comfortable with yourself. Walk around in some heels and nothing else. You know, make your own little Susie the Slut outfit. You know, you know, play Twister by yourself. Exercise totally naked. Yeah, I've done that. That's a great thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Order a stripper pole. You know, we do have that. I can get that for you. Please let me know. Um, There's a lot of things that you can do by yourself. Experiment. Like, you know, do your makeup. Walk around in heels, a short skirt, tight underwear, whatever it is. You can do all these things by yourself. Or even buy lingerie for yourself. A lot of times people don't get into that. It's important to try something sexy. You know, we don't always have to wear the typical pajama pants, big fuzzy slippers, or floppy uh, slide-ons, a headscarf. Invest in some lingerie. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you know, or wear wear those panties that got two holes in it. (laughs) Exactly. You know, that's not sexy. That is not sexy. Yes, let's do do something sexy for yourself. Get comfortable with wearing something sexy. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. That's sexy, right. <clears throat> sexy underwear, sexy lingerie, sexy pajamas. Because Listen, you need to be sexy. It, and I know when I was with my ex, you know, we used to get the fishnet. <laughs> I used to wear the fishnet for her. <laughs> I'll put it on. You understand? And it was fun. We had fun. You know what I'm saying? Because we were exploring and then we would play music and, you know, I would entertain. You know what I'm saying? We put on the favorite. Um, there was certain music that she liked. You know, we put that on. Then we would get the toys and, you know, do the handcuffs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, there's plenty of ways to be creative, you know? Absolutely. And, and you should. You should really work on being creative and and doing little things for yourself. That's why I said, while you have this time, you know, um, do what you have to do. Learn about yourself. Get some sexy lingerie. Or, you know, like I said, if you're totally by yourself, get some sexy lingerie. Watch your favorite porn or just play with yourself. You know, we do have nice dildos and we can get any kind you want. I can order it for you, get it for you, deliver it to you www.pearlsblack.com or talk to the professor at gmail.com and I can right. help you with whatever sexual toy that you need. So we're so going to wrap up that. and you know again this is love, sex and relationships and mm-hmm. you know definitely we are here where you can listen to us on Live 365 and we're definitely uh, continuing on doing our discussions about how you can have a healthier love life, a healthier relationship. So, Professor, mm-hmm. tell people where they can catch up with you and also talk about some of the toys that you sell as well to enhance your sex life. 
Well, some of the items that are available on Pearls of Black, www.pearlsofblack.com, are dildos, um, love swings, which is which is a portable swing. I think it's so cool because they do have the the, the big swing that is almost similar to what you would find at the playground, but you really have to have room for that. This is a door jam swing where you would put, you would put it over the door and then you would be in the swing. This partner will help you get in the swing and then you can just have all the fun there. But it's, it's almost like a bondage um, item because it's not that easy to get out once you get in there. So you're sort of at that person's, person's uh, uh, mercy. Um, for uh, There's also the doggy strap which is created so that whenever you have um, the do- you, you perform the doggy style sex position, nine times out of ten what would usually happen is um, is a lot of movement and projection would be pushed forward so what this does is it keeps you still and increases right. the penetration okay so, yes. So those some of the items, and you can also reach me at talktotheprofessor at gmail You can send me an email directly. You can reach me on Instagram p o b professor. Um, you can also reach me on Facebook pearlsofblack.com um, with pearls of black. Um, where else? I'm on Tumblr, and it's pearls of black blog on Tumblr. So those are a couple of the areas that you can reach me. Um, you can see some available products. If you have any questions or comments, you can also reach me at um, pearls uh, at love, sex, and relationships at gmail.com. And you can add, ask any question, uh, any advice, or whatever like that. So what about you, well, like I said, you can catch Love, Sex, and Relationships on Live 365 at 7 a.m., 12 p.m., 5 p.m., and 10 p.m. And catch up with a bowl of soul, a mixed stew of soul music right here on Live 365. It's now the Bowl of Soul, a mixed stew of soul music radio network. And you can listen to classic soul and new R&B. As well as you can catch up with me, a bowl of soul on www.prn.fm at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fridays. You can also download a bowl of soul from www.aboulofsoul.com. You can also catch up with me by following me on Facebook. Just look for a bowl of soul, a mixed stew of soul music, and like my Facebook page. You can also follow me on Instagram at Professor P R O F T Love. If you want to catch up with Professor T Love, you can email me at a bowl of soul at gmail.com. Definitely and Make sure you tune in and you listen to Love, Sex, and Relationships with the Professor and Professor T. Love. So we like to bid you good night and definitely stay tuned for the next podcast. You will be able to listen to this podcast on Saturday morning at 7 a.m. Um, up until our next podcast, which is next week, which will be again 
you'll be able to hear the podcast on on May 23rd. So we're back on the road, Professor. Want to make Absolutely. sure we give some good advice. So we want to wish you a good night. Have a great, great weekend. Night. And look forward to listening to Love, Sex, and Relationships. Good night. Good night.